two one with a bitch. Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, aka J Lata. That's right. Spark That Talk Podcast, where we sparking convos about shit. That matters. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard me right. So turn up the volume on your headphones hey. and let's get it cracking. It's time to spark yeah. that talk, baby. Yes, sir. Baby, baby. Yeah. Spark that talk, big boy. Yes, sir. We back again. We back again for another episode. You know what time it is. Rub spark that time. talk, big boy. It's your boy Jones and your boy Dini. Like always, we about to get it cracking like this. One, two, three, get it cracking like this. What's good, Jay Lata? What's good in the neighborhood, Jones? Shit, just another day, another dollar, baby boy. We back at it again. Spark that talk podcast where we do it the best, only on the West. Yes, sir. Episode 19, season two, episode two. Does that make sense? <laughs> you might have lost somebody, but... If they've been keeping up, then you know they know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, season two, we officially active. The first joint dropped last week. I hope y'all tuned in, got active with that, and loved it because we for sure was sparking that talk on the gram with y'all. We know y'all was happy and excited just like us. But Hell you know, yeah. we back at it again. Um, shit. Thank you for the comments. Comments. Big business. Big business. You know what I'm saying? Comments, repost, all that. They bring new followers, new listeners. And that's what we uh, striving to obtain each and every week. More and more people tuning in so we can continue to drop these uh, these episodes on y'all next. Yep. And you see that? You see that? Uh, <laughs> there's a, what's that? That's Ligma? Ligma. Ligma nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Ligma. I should have remembered, nigga. Nigga sent me that one time in the text and... <laughs> Smack me with that crazy shit, like always. Wait, literally? They slapped you with the... Nah, never slap me, big boy, not with no uh, body parts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nasty nigga to get started today. Hell no. Nah. dog, you're fully. But what's good, though, Brody? Everything going good? Everything was solid this solid past week. week. Yep, good week. Good, good weekend. That's, that's the good. best thing to hear, man. As long as it's a good, safe week, you know, had a good time with your folks, then that's all that matters. There's a, um, you know, just like everybody else, we all have our ups and downs during the week, but it's all about overcoming, you know what I mean? And uh, I felt like this week, this weekend was a overcoming type uh. of weekend, you know what I mean? Where you, you know, little challenges here and there, things you thought couldn't happen that you wanted to happen, but eventually it did happen. Even right. though it was at a time frame you didn't want it to happen. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, I guess I would if I knew the backdrop of your story, but... Oh, I no, there's, you. A, you know, personal stuff, you know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, personal stuff. Keep it personal, keep it personal. Keep but I feel like everybody else... People, you know, people know what I'm talking about when you had those those moments. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's big facts. But it's cool. But you know we back at it again, bro. Um... Yeah, the week was solid. I was just actually ready to start podding again, shit. To be honest, a lot of shit, a lot of activities, a lot of things going on in the world and in the streets right now. So, you know, um, we're definitely about to spark that talk right now. We got Spark that talk. We're going to for sure touch on a couple of different things today. For one, the H&M backlash that just occurred with the new ad that came out with a little black girl who 
was in the ad in the shoot and her hair was uh undone or you could just say her hair was natural that's how i would put it also we're gonna also tap into some other things such as this new sandy hook commercial that just recently dropped basically it's a school shooting psa which we for sure gonna tap into and uh give our opinions on that shit because that's definitely something that needs to be discussed so Gonna hop right into this thing, man, and hopefully y'all got y'all seatbelts on and y'all headphones in, and let's get it cracking one time. Double down, double down. So, bro, in this H and M situation, so basically, um, basically H and M put out a new ad where they had these school kids come in after school. Okay, I'll get to the backstory first. After I tell you what the problem is, I guess a picture came out of a young black girl yep. with her hair undone quote-unquote undone and basically in the natural state so there's been backlash going towards h&m now i'm not defending h&m because we all know they had their little spout uh last year in 2018 with the with the shirt with the young black boy with the monkey shit on it like that shit was that shit was out of control it was hella racist and everybody knows that but this situation i feel like we getting into now. I'm going I'm to call it what it is. I'm going to call it. I think now we in the reaching culture. Where Technical foul. Where reaching everybody's basically play. reaching for a story or reaching for some bullshit. Reaching for there to be controversy between everybody over some silly shit. Now, with this photo, you have a young girl fresh out of school coming to a photo shoot just like all the other kids in the ad. All the kids came straight from school to the ad. So, Basically what I'm reading is They're saying Oh We had all the kids In their natural states When they came in We didn't do no extra Like Work with the hair And shit like that Before they took their photos So if you look at All the photos Of all the ethnicities That took photos You could tell They all got their own Styles of hair They all wear How they wear it But none of it Looked like it was prepped So the fact that It was a young black girl And her hair Quote unquote They say look a mess Or why didn't y'all comb her hair? Why didn't y'all put her edges down? Shit like that. I'm I'm bugging out about it because I'm like, half the people I see commenting about this shit are females who wear weaves and lace fronts on a daily fucking basis. <laughs> so you commenting on a little girl with her natural look after school, you upset because they didn't slick her shit back. They didn't press her hair out. They didn't put no color in her hair. They didn't throw a weave on her. Like, you upset because they didn't want to... You upset because of the natural... The naturalness of the situation. But let you wake up in the morning with your shit undone or fresh off with no wig, no lace front. Let's see how your ass look. That's what... That's that's why I'm frustrated because it's like... They trying to paint this picture like they try to do her dirty, but... At the end of the day, if that's a little girl and that's how her hair looked after school, you trying to say that's still not a beautiful aspect of the little girl? You trying to tell her your natural look ain't good enough. You basically telling her, oh, they should have laced you up. They should have did your hair better. This, that, and the third. So basically what you preaching to her is that her natural her natural self ain't beautiful enough to be on a, a basically an H&M ad or an ad, period. But you at home... Calling your beautician right now, talking about how much that new lace front about to smack you for $400 just so we don't see your <laughs> chicken head ass running around. You know what I'm saying? It's like, leave these fucking kids alone, dog. I just feel like they trying to um make these kids grow up too fast. 
Like, let them be kids. You, it's a fucking ad. It's, it's hair. It's natural. Half the time you hear people screaming, oh, why don't y'all go with the natural look? Y'all always trying to do all this extra shit. But when they do it, here you come with another side of, oh, y'all try to play her out, try to do her dirty. Like, come on, my nigga. That shit, that shit frustrated me, dog. Like, just seeing that, like, reaching, 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 reaching for everything. It's like, come on, man. There's bigger fucking stories going on out here in the world. And niggas is making a controversy about a photo with a little girl with her natural hair. I'm confused. I uh, I totally agree with you. But to me, um, I'm going to state it how it is, bro. And you kind of played with the words a little bit, but I'm going to say it how it is. These chicks who put in the complaint basically saying that the girl's natural look is ugly. Exactly. You basically calling the little girl exactly. ugly. That's what you that's what you got they're not even thinking about the repercussions of the after effect. She at the crib probably thinking, damn, I did my thing, I was happy about it. Now I'm hearing all these bitches screaming about this and that. Now they making me not feel good about myself. Now when I put on Yahoo H and M on Google search, the first thing that's gonna pop up is my picture of somebody saying What that a dumbass story behind I don't it. look good. Right? But we kinda see this every day because it's not all of it is actually put out there, but um, I remember a time in, in, uh, I went to a prom once, you know, and I still, or not prom, my bad. Um, it was in high school and like you went to multiple proms, nigga, you was that dude. I did go to multiple proms. Nice. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty cool, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, I liked it. I'm not saying I'm a player, player. Nah, I'm, so, I was just invited. When you say multiple proms, like you was in like, you was a freshman, went with a senior no, type deal. No, like I went to different schools. Like, different oh, okay. school proms. Like, I was invited to go to different school proms. Nice. Getting it cracking like that. Yeah, it was cool. Boy. It was cool, man. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Dope, dope. But uh, what I meant to say was, in high school, <clears throat> um, we was at a, like, basically at a pe- uh, pep rally, right? And um, some chick, she couldn't, she wasn't allowed to be in there. Mm. She got kicked out. The reason why she got kicked out was because she had these, like, booty jorts the jorts, like you, yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. You got the about. short shorts. I, I I hear you, right? You got the yeah, short yeah. shorts, and then you got the ones that really cut up by the booty line, where it's like right, where above. the cheek is just hanging the cheek out. Cheek is just hanging out, right? Yeah, yeah. Now this girl's physique was was she was good. She was good looking. Right, you right. You know what I mean? Now she got kicked out, and she's over here yelling. Well, what about all the other girls? Well, first off, the other girls didn't have the the physique she had, and second of all. Their shorts weren't that short. Like, right. she looked like she just, right where the zipper and the button meet, that's where she cut it. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> like, you was at the wrong time. You was at the wrong place. And right. of course, at the wrong time. Like, so come on now, the pep rally. this was her own joints, or did all the girls have the same outfit? Um, No, no. It was just like, you know, you know, in high school, all the girls kind of, like, if it's a hot day, everyone's yeah, wearing short yeah. shorts. So, basically, that's what she did for this pep rally. Okay. Now... The concern came afterwards where it was a big blowback on like, oh, they singled me out because I was Hispanic. Oh, uh, so they made it a race thing. Made it a race thing, but it's like, yo, you reaching now. Right. Now, it wasn't just her and her her mom or family. It was like, you know, the homegirls too, you know, and like people who kind of knew her was like, yeah, man, like they, they out to get us. They I out mean, to get at us. the end nah, of the day, man. a lot of shit is just to stir some shit up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If something don't go your way. People tend to start reaching for a reason to start popping off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we see that a lot. 
and it, it, at the end of the day, it always comes back to race. When people start reaching, it's always a race card at the end of the day. You know what's funny like, is she probably listening to the Spark That Talk right now and probably like bragging cool. to her boyfriend and husband like, Yo, that was me. That's cool, but uh, what, what you Lucky got? Lucky I don't know your name. I forgot Ooh. your name. I was a sophomore, though. Yeah, I was gonna so say some. I was gonna uh, say some like silly shit, but I ain't gonna do that. You can say it. I ain't gonna do it. You Probably can say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Holla at me. Is that what you're trying to say? No, it'd be oh. crazy just to be out there um, with four baby daddies, wild times, huh? Man, you know what? <laughs> Dressed like that, very inappropriately at a pep rally, so it's still school hours. I, I would have knocked that off the block, bro. She probably do have like probably four baby daddies with six kids. Well, well, well. Good luck to you and yourself. But like I said, <laughs> like I said, man, I just feel like they was reaching, they reaching way deep in the pockets on this one, trying to just start some shit up, man, about a little kid. Like, you know what's it's crazy? Too much for me, man. You know what I think? Th- there has to be controversy. There has to be something put out every day. If, if every this world, day. if the world is starting to look smooth and we starting to look like it's a kumbaya, we all enjoying life. Yeah. That's too that's that's too quiet. Somebody I mean, has to throw something out there to make something controversial so we all have something to talk that's about. That's the you world know we mean? live in there for sure. I mean, every day there's some bullshit getting stirred up. I mean, today there's probably something that hit that I might have missed and I'll see you about tomorrow. But the way shit travels now, something could happen five minutes from now is me speaking and when I'm done doing this podcast, I can hear about some shit that crazy just happened. Like before it's crazy how how technology works, you know what I'm saying? Before we wouldn't even heard about a story, certain stories like this no more. You know what I mean? Now, as soon as something happens, it spreads so fast. It's it's fucking crazy, dude. But I had to bring that shit up because it was actually it was it was it was the reaching culture is actually going to apply to this next topic I'm about to get into because I think whoever created this commercial was reaching hella far and oh and over exceeded because. I, in my opinion, this whole scenario that I'm about to bring up, it just seems to be way too much for the streets and for kids. And I think they could approach this shit in a whole nother way. So basically what I'm speaking on right now, there's a, a group called the Sandy Hook Promise. Now, these are people um, basically who act, these are like parents and people who joined this group whose kids were killed in that tragic um, mass shooting, the Sandy Hook shooting. Now, we all heard about that. We all know about that. Um, so, basically, I guess the group put together this commercial recently that had released, and it it um, it showed, it started off as, like, a normal commercial. You know what I mean? Like, you see kids at their lockers talking about, oh, look, my mommy just bought me a new backpack. Oh, look at these new folders I got. Oh, look at these new shoes uh, I just got for sh- for school. Now, the crazy thing as each clip goes, the the um, commercial start progressing to where you start asking yourself what the hell is going on. So the first scene, the kid opens the uh, locker, boom, he got his backpack. Then you see a little girl in the classroom with folders. And then you, the the part, the next scene, you see this boy running down the hallway and you see kids in the back running, falling on the ground and shit. And you don't really know what's going on yet. And then you see um, like a kid behind the door with a pen, a kid with scissors, and then a little girl taking her jacket and tying the door shut in like a gymnasium. And then you see a, a, a girl take off her sock and wrap it around a girl's bleeding leg. And then you see a boy with a skateboard 
knock glass out of a window so they can get out of this window. Now, at this point, you probably wondering like, what the hell is going on in this commercial? So their whole thing was to basically pinpoint how certain items or certain things that kids have can help them in a mass shooting. That's what I was getting out of this. They're, 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 uh, damn, there's a word for that. Um, it's a word, but I'll get, I'll figure it out in the Webster later. <laughs> but basically, basically, look, bro, what I got from the commercial, the backpack seemed cool. The little girl with the folders, cool. But when I saw the boy talking about, oh, my mom got me these new shoes so I can run fast, some shit like that, like so he can run for mass shootings. You see a little girl uh, bandaging up another little girl whose leg is leaking. You see a boy with a skateboard break a window to escape. Now, the part that really got, made me upset was I feel like they're, tr they're, they're showing way too fucking much to kids who probably don't even think about these type of things yet. You know what I mean? And I could understand these people being... Um, I guess going through harsh times because of that situation that really happened. But my thing is, honestly, do you really feel like this was an appropriate commercial to put out there in the airwaves and and, pick, and picture these kids in the actual mass shooting and making light of shit? Like, you got the kid with the pen, like a pen going to save him. If the, the, the dude run up in there with the gun, like he going to shank him with a, with a writing pen. Or the kid with the scissors going to shank him with the scissors. I feel like as a child, if you're watching that, you're going to think, damn, I could really stab a nigga with a pen that got a gun to save my life or stab him with some scissors to save my life. You know, kids walk, watch uh, comics all the time like Spider-Man, right? Like, for instance, my daughter loves Spider-Man. She always says she's Spider-Girl. She'll like act, pretend like she's shooting webs out of her hands or she's flying across buildings. Now, what if a kid sees this commercial and thinks that if I have a pen and someone is really shooting in my school, I can save myself by attacking this fool with a pen. Um, you know, I I constantly there's a lot to this shit that I'm gonna keep I'm gonna get into, but let me hear your point right now, bro. I constantly look back and think about, damn, I wish it was 0506. like. <laughs> I really do, cause then I I really don't have to think about stuff like this, like how the world has changed in a mass. Uh, I mean, in a in a measure of like ten years, you know what I mean? Right. It's like it's so crazy, cause you don't see commercials like that. And then I'm all on board with you talking about, um, yo, this 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 commercial is a little too deep for not just kids, but for everybody. It puts everybody in the scare. Correct. Now you in that loop where it's like, yo. But I understand why they're actually putting it out. They probably weren't thinking about that. They were thinking, this is going to help kids. This is going to help the parents realize, like, yo, this could happen at your school. Right. But at the same time, it's like, let's be smart. Like, let's not scare people away from these things. Because now, like, watch, in, like, five years, everybody going to be homeschooled. Ain't nobody want to go to no public school no more or a private school. But, bro, that's but that's my point. It's like, I feel like... As parents, you could have conversations with your kids in your own homes, if this is what you, if this is a subject you're trying to tackle. 
But now that they're going to catch this commercial and they haven't even started first grade, they might ask you, like, dang, Pops, like, um, this how school is? Is active like this? Like, I need to be ready for somebody to run up and, like, get to popping? True. The, the commercial has only been out on YouTube, right? It hasn't been out in the public, public, like, like on To like be on honest, TV. I don't know, bro. At this point, they had to because why would they just run a commercial on YouTube? True. I don't. I, yeah. I'm not gonna true. say yeah or nay, but all I know is the commercials in the streets. Did you and hear people about? People can see it. Did you hear about old girl? Um. So there's this lady, and I saw this on the news. There's this lady, um, who who called the cops on her son who was plotting to do the uh, some anniversary for the Columbine, mm. and he was plotting something for 2020. Okay. And she called the cops, and they arrested him. So shout out to that mom. Well, shout so out to like, that because you know what I mean. And th- and this is this is the thing. This commercial is I feel like they're putting too much on the kids, on the kids' brain for their agenda to be crazy right now. Why why we push this narrative on the kids to fear this? You understand? We know that this shit can occur, right? But in the commercial was fucked up. There's no parents. There's no security. There's nobody. There's only the kids. So in my mind, like I was thinking about this today. Some shit that happened to me and my cousins when we were kids. We were going to this like daycare slash kindergarten place, right? Mm-hmm. And these niggas came to the door with masks on. They came in, grabbed the teachers, threw them in the closets. This is a real story. Came in, grabbed the teachers, held them in the closet. There was a nigga that stayed up front watching us in the room. And as a kid, I still don't really know what transpired after all of this shit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I was a kid. So I'm sitting there. Just probably thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? I'm not reacting to try to go attack this nigga or do anything crazy because I'm they a was, kid. Did you, oh, so you knew they were bad guys? You didn't think it well, was like all, the play well, or something? All we, or? Knew were, all we knew was they had on masks and they took the teachers in the rooms and told us to be quiet. So as, a, so as a kid, what are you supposed to do? I feel like in this commercial, they're trying. these kids look like they may be in middle school. But what if you, this commercial gets to a, one, a first grader, second grader, third grader? You think they're going to have the wherewithal to think like, damn, let me save myself and these other kids around me? You think they're going to even be thinking about those type of activities? So that's why in the commercial, I'm like, where the hell were the teachers or the security or anybody of adult age helping out these kids? You saw none of that in the whole commercial. I don't think that was the, the point of the commercial. The commercial but, but was... To me, was triggered for Go the ahead. kids to try to help themselves. Okay, help you know? themselves how with a pen. You, I'm, I'm teaching my, I'm gonna teach my daughter. A nigga coming here blasting. Get your blue pen and and shank them. Remember, well, how many teachers are there to a class? Right? How many? Man, when I was in high school, we only had like two security officers. One was huge as hell, so he wasn't gonna be doing nothing. I mean, the other one couldn't security, even carry. Security, you know security, I mean? security is always some lazy fucks. Period. That's what I'm saying. Most of the time. Like they just getting a job to get a check. So I feel so like that commercial is just kind of like. So this is there. the question: is if if the commercial is trying to say the schools aren't safe, period. Like our kids are just out here in the wind. It's a doggy dog world now. You dropping them off and they need to be well prepared. Understandable, but to me, you got to teach that shit on your own in your own time with your kids at home. How you going to teach them how to react to certain situations? That's just like 
You don't see no commercials going around with uh, little black boys, little brown boys walking down the street and the cops uh, stop them, hands up, don't move type shit, or you get shot. Well, then that's you don't when see you, those commercials. That's because you're singling out and you're profiling a certain group. When it comes to school stuff with this commercial, is but that's like, the same thing. Kids. You profiling kids. You profiling people who who's uh you're basically profiling a, a situation that you could say I could take advantage of this. I could take advantage of a gang of people in one building. They know I could target a classroom, right? Because there's usually one exit. The door you come in, the door you walk out. And most of the times to some of the schools in the hoods, the the windows got bars and shit on them. So how are you gonna get out? I can target uh, I can target younger students because when I come in busing, they might get scared and frantic. They're not going to know what to do, though, bro. They're not going to know what to really do, just to be honest. I don't know. I really think this commercial was just a was just for them just to throw out a commercial like a school shooting and what to do if there is no help around. And I think that's what they threw it out there for, cause. But damn, how does that sit with the parents then? How do how like you just said? Think about how many parents come teach to a time when niggas gonna have to just do homeschool if this is gonna be the scenario. But think about how many ki- uh, teachers. I mean, how many parents actually teach their kids? This is how you're supposed to act in front of people. This is how you're supposed to act when you at church. You right. know what I mean? They just take it. So basically, they're not really teaching their kids anything at all. So I feel like maybe the commercial. Was to like this is for those who don't get educated at home that maybe this could happen, and in this scenario you could do this, bro. This is, it sounds it sounds stupid, but I'm trying to see the other side of the coin here. You feel for me? For sure, I hear what like, you're I'm saying. I'm trying to because I'm 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 with you on it, but I'm trying to also see like yo, this is what the commercial is probably trying to portray. Even though it was, it was good hearted, but at the same time it was like yo, this is a little too much. But you have parents like us who will teach our kids. But then you also have on the other spectrum, there's kids out in the hood, even like rich kids who like just get raised by their nannies. They're not teaching them stuff like this. What what could happen? I mean, for sure. I mean, we know school most of the time. School is almost used as daycares nowadays. Right. Mm-hmm. So we take our kids there. They go to school. We go to work. and We, we pray we come back and pick them up in one piece. That's crazy because that's you know what, what we got to do now. I don't even think I didn't even think about that. Like it's supposed to be a safe haven. You, that's what you would assume. Yeah, you yeah. would think, damn. But nowadays, my kid is like, at the yo. school. I should have nothing to worry about. But of course, there's always other things in school you got to worry about. But we're talking about mass shootings right now. Mm-hmm. So I, it, okay, watching this commercial, okay, it fucked me up at first. I'm still fucked up about it at the end of the day. But my thing is, I guess, what is the solution to mass shootings and to keep the keep the fears at a at a low because eventually like you said are you really going to want to have your kid going to public school or school period if unless the school has some safeguards or some type of system that can prevent if something like this were to occur could they cease could they cease this shit without hesitation or would there be multiple will there be a gang of casualties because they still don't have no safeguards in place which I believe all of this shit starts with the government when it comes to gun control, gun laws, shit like that. But yeah, every time you have a mass shooting, they talk about it for a day or two, but then go back to their agenda of other shit. True. So at the end of the day, our kids still are not safe because the agenda's not being pushed within the government to e- either stop the sale of guns to certain people or even certain weapons at all being even on these streets. 
or even oh. to enhance the buildings of the school. You know what I mean? Like the doors. Something. Something. I mean, I could see them putting some wild door systems on these classrooms where if there's something happened, a button get pressed, everything sealed the fuck up or something like that. They, they got to have something like when they do fire drills. They got split. They got special things for that. Now I guess we're gonna have to start doing mass shooting drills. You know what I'm saying? Is that what this world is coming to? They uh they is they already started doing? it. They already started that here in the West. Uh, in the Midwest, I know they. Uh, I actually saw um the news. I w- I watched the news and they actually had that. They brought in um, they brought in two officers and they let off uh like uh, five rounds of blanks. And then I guess they already did the scenario where like he's going around the hallway. What do you do with the doors and stuff like that? What do you? Where do you keep most of the kids? It's it was a. Uh, I mean they I mean, they were is, they were already doing it. Usually all we do is what earthquake drill and fire drill. That's it. And now you're doing a mass shooting Shit drill. That That's barely crazy. ever happens, right? It's crazy. That's nuts, bro. But we live in a world now. We gotta have mass shooting drills. Well, I'm glad they do though. I'm glad that they I'm not do. knocking I'm not knocking being aware of things. You don't never want to be dumbfounded to shit, right? Yeah. You don't never want to be walking blind. You know what I'm saying? But I just I guess in my opinion they could have they could have went about discussing this or showing the visual in a different way. That's all I'm saying. Like I mean like a video. You know how we used to watch videos? I think that would work. But going going back going back to what you were talking about like we should have a school system where it's like more bolted down and more secure for kids when there's a mass shooting. But what does that cost, bro? That costs so much money that they're not willing to put in. Well, the issue is, so what are they telling us? Our kids' lives? Uh, <laughs> just Basically, bro, I just feel like those That's who, crazy. I just feel like those who throw you in the laws. You pay taxes, right? Yeah. I pay taxes, right? You think they care, though? So what the fuck are we talking about? You think they care? Bro, I feel like these but that, people but who hide the behind these, these bro. are behind, these are dudes who are pencil pushers, pen pushers, and all they're doing is writing these laws out and but that's what them. that's what the fucking problem is with the government, period. Yeah. Where do you think you they kids people, go to school? You got people with special interests paying people to do certain shit in the government. That's how the government runs. It's not based on... Well, I know we all got our, our opinions and how we want to see things. You got your state laws and shit like that. But at the end of the day, who's really pushing their pushing they agenda? The niggas with the money. So if you not to do with the money pushing for the gun control and shit, it's not gonna happen. Basically, it's not it's not gonna shake because so then what do we you do? don't got enough bread in your pockets to sway anything. So at the end of the day, we got thousands of upon millions of kids going to schools each and every day, and mass shootings are a possibility, as we all know. I'm telling you this: if I was just a like anything, walking across the street getting hit by a car, that's a possibility. Yeah. So you teach true. your kids to look left and right before they cross the street, right? Exactly. I just feel like if I was a teacher, I would make sure I had like a system where you can't even open my door from the outside, regardless if you if it's locked. You know, these dudes be just breaking. How you doors. how you feel how you feel about the teachers being armed? That's nah. nuts. I don't think that solves nah. nothing. You you dog, come on man. You That's, see the teachers if kid nowadays. Get in your drawer and take the burner out, then it's over. It's not even that. It's you get a it's not even that. You get a scary teacher. Yeah, you probably took the classes for it, but you get a scary teacher when shit, shit pops off. Shit get active. active. You don't even know how to you start shaking. Oh you like, dude, you this dude's gonna to beat me this up. Motherfucker up. Exactly. It's over. He's like, he gonna kill me before before I even get this gun. So you know what I mean? Like you get to shooting the safety on still ain't shit happening. Now all the kids got hit. 
I don't know. Now I feel like, like damn, the teachers were armed, but now see still what happens. I feel like all teachers should get um, like martial arts lessons. <laughs> Something. But not no, not no, not no hold no weapon, not no hold no gun. Like you know that, what I mean? but like, damn, man, it's like damn. Are we really talking about this right now? Are we really talking about what we have to? Yes, when we I, are. We spoke that talk when I was in high school. We didn't I never had no conversation about this. Yeah, we had our own thoughts in our mind about dumb shit going on on campus from getting in the fights or niggas who come to school with guns, shit like that. But I never witnessed a conversation about a man shooting. Like, people yeah. just coming in willingly trying to gun down everybody because they hot. It's happened while we were at school, just at different schools, but it wasn't as big Nobody as Nobody talked it about now. it like yeah. this. So Pretty sure it has been going on, I'm like a, you said. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up to see how many was during this time, right? And then, like, kind of versus, versus now. Yeah, yeah. Ten no, years so. ago to now, how many fucking mass shootings have and there even, really been? And even if it's, it's probably, like, a, a 15 school difference, it still don't matter because it's happened, right? But we weren't talking about it back then. Maybe because social media wasn't out like that. The news wasn't pushing it like that. Like, we had other... They, they, they thought that something else was more important, like... Overseas wars or something. You know what I mean? But I still feel like... So let me ask you this question. What's up? Do you think censorship... Do you think... Uh, there, is, there any, is there anything anymore called censorship when it comes to media or TV and shit like that that where families sit at home and watch? Do you feel like they... Like censorship has gone out the window to the point where just expect... Any fucking thing when you're watching TV now? I don't know about expect anything, but I do know that censorship is at a all-time low to where it's like, dude, times have changed. It's different now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I, just saying, because back in the day, we couldn't, because access is so high now. Like, we didn't have phones with YouTube and things, so we didn't have exactly. access. But now these kids got access at all times. Yeah. Like, they don't got to be home to access shit anymore. They go on their phones, their iPads, their tablets, whatever. They're getting the information at all times now and watching whatever they want to watch. Like, even, like, for YouTube kids, I mean, there's shit on there when I'm listening to it from the front seat, listening while my daughter's watching. I have to grab the phone at times to be like, what is you watching? Let me check because just the verbiage of some of these fucking shows is a little off to me. Like, I guess because I'm older and I can pick up on it. But as a kid, you're not picking up on the weird shit about it. You just pick, you just think it's funny. And it's cool, right? Just how back in the day we would watch cartoons and certain shit. But I can watch movies like Shrek, for instance, now with my daughter. And I got to ask myself, what the hell is going on in this movie? Like, just certain things that are said. And it's like, to a kid, they're not going to pick up on it. But as an adult, you're like, was this really made for kids? Or what? what's going on here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, to think, man, I was just thinking about it right now, bro. Like, how can we kind of help with this mass shooting stuff? What if every high school, and damn, because that's going to be a lot, but every high school, yeah, let's just say every high school, right? Let's let's, let's not worry about the elementary, middle school. But let's say every high school, because that's usually where it happens, right? Um, Has a subpar of an office for the city police across the street. Like where they close. I mean, most schools in, in the it LA ain't gotta County. Be, it ain't got to be Most big. schools in LA County got um, police on duty at the schools. Yes. 
But that's one. They got school police and they might have an actual sheriff there too. Yeah. So I see that. I mean, they had that even when I was in school. Yeah, because they, they did have that with us. But like, I just feel like they'll get there faster than... I just think it's going to come down to like how they do earthquake drills, fire drills. They're going to have to come up with a system when this occurs. Like either there's a safe place to go. There's some kind of makeshift underground situation. Like all types of crazy I feel shit like the underground. I feel like the underground thing is the only thing that works because if there's like one, if there's one, two, three safe places to go to, that's still... A chance of you getting shot because you still oh, no, gotta go. make it to that you're place. You trying to skedaddle like every. Room, I tell you, if that happens, room, bro, I'm out. I'm out, bro. Like I'm out. Like I'm see, running in out. In that commercial, if if they just showed all the kids running, that would have made way more sense to me. Because you you trying to show show shit like oh there's certain things you could do, like get us some scissors, a pen, like. The the only one that really was like that's a goal was the little dude with the skateboard smacked the window open and bounced. Kudos, that's what you should do. But hanging around trying to fight the battle, you gonna they lose. Need to, they need to have. That's like the reality. You gonna lose, especially the nigga come through the door, bro, with a with a Audi. It's over. Somebody, somebody. I don't know what to say, nigga. That's the sick part about this shit. The somebody, sick part. Somebody got to make an invention where. You could detect nothing but guns. When they step on your property. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Nigga, like, nigga say you come into school, and y'all coming through a door, and then all of a sudden it goes off. You know what I mean? Big facts. Like, somebody, like, beans, Yo, somebody got something, bro. Somebody got a burner on them. Something. I, I mean, these dudes is walking in with big guns. I'm not talking about, like, a pistol. Mm. These dudes is walking in with big boy guns and multiple of them. And sometimes like, they got to put it together. Dude, they carrying I, a duffel bag longer than Satan's toenails, and they come in over here, open that zip up. Next thing you know, you hear is a sh- 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 click, sh- click, click, click. Niggas been like, watching way the, too many movies, man. What the niggas been playing that Call of Duty too much? Big facts. I mean, at the end of the day, people, um, I guess all we can do is pray for our kids cause, and teach them the best we can teach them because... What we gonna do? Just say school. School's not an option no more. Like, no, are, are we supposed to live? Are the people, are pe- our parents and kids supposed to live in fear to go get an education? It's like it, this is the wildest situation to have to deal with to the point where it's like something has to be discussed on a state level in each state to um, conquer these situations, and even at a city level, like city councils or whatever. Like, y'all need to. At these city council meetings, people need to be bringing these issues up, and um, hopefully, in your own cities, they can bring, create some safeguards to help you and your kids feel more comfortable with school. Because last thing you want them to do is say "fuck school," and then what? What's where that lead to a lot of bullshit? So, last thing we need is for that to be a reason kids don't want to school. There's a lot of other reasons why kids skip out on school, but you don't want to. You don't want this to be a reason. Yeah, and because this will cause mad problems if more and more kids say fuck it and parents be supporting it because they like, damn, can I even trust the system? But it's like at the end of the day, no matter how much we try to protect our kids, when they out of our sight, bro, we can't do nothing. Even we're not there at the moment. So it's, it's, it's just a crazy thought process. You drop them off and all you know now is you pray when you get back there in one piece. 
Yeah, you just got to teach your kids. That's it. If you, you've done right. your part as a parent. Now, whatever happens outside of your realm, it still does fall on you because it is your child. But like you said, you pray and you, you wait and see if they actually followed your counsel or not. Correct. If not, heavy consequences. If they did, keep up the good work. Man, oh, man. Yeah, that got spicy for a minute, but shit, it got to sometimes. Yeah. Um, Right now, we're get about to get into the next segment. It's called Next Up. Today, we are featuring King Play. Follow him on Instagram at KingPlay808. Today, we are featuring his song, Niggas Comedy. They met cause she got all that ass, uh huh. I'm in the backyard catching fades with the street niggas. I'm in the minivan slide with the real killers. I told my mama I'm a bona fide real nigga. She said I always knew you was this a little nigga. My bitch got a taxes, now she thinks she hood rich. She popping pills every night just to stay lit. She give me head to the point it don't make sense. I beat her brother up and now he don't say shit. Can't hit me with a plate, time to execute. He said his enemies in here, bring your war boots. I play Halo, Call of Duty, I know how to shoot. So when you see me do, do, do better duck. Niggas hate niggas comments. Niggas ain't about hands, niggas playing, niggas sponsor. If it ain't about them, it ain't play, it ain't pop. If it ain't about gang, it ain't stand, it ain't stop. Niggas hate niggas comments. Niggas ain't about hands, niggas playing, niggas sponsor. If it ain't about them, it ain't play, it ain't pop. If it ain't about gang, it ain't stand, it ain't stop.
Shout out to our boy David Thomas. Um, what this fool do? He uh, sent through a, a solid, a solid topic that is going to spark some shit. For real, for real. <laughs> are you for real, for real, or are you for real, for real? I'm for real, for real, for All real. All right, I want to hear it. Men and women, who lies the best and who can keep secrets? Basically, it's an either-or situation. So do men lie more or do women? Or do men keep secrets better than women? Vice versa. Oh, damn. That's crazy that you say that, bro, because I'm watching this show called Power. Mm. And a lot of people probably watching it or probably have watched it already. For sure. Big but there's so many lies and secrets being held by both parties, on the men real, on the and real. women. And it's like it puts you in this big old fiasco while you're watching the show. You think something's done. It's like, nope. There Here goes go. another lie. <laughs> there goes another secret. Yeah, it gets crazy, bro. But that's crazy that uh that the Brody brought that up. Because I think he said something about him and his wife were talking about it. And she said that men hold more secrets. And he says that women hold more secrets. And I think... <laughs> about to piss a lot of people off, huh? I'm about to piss one gender off. Go ahead and do it. But uh, I really do think that women hold more secrets than men. What do you think, bro? Now... The crazy thing is lies and secrets are like one and the same but different. Now, with a lie, that's like me telling you something and it's complete bullshit, right? Yeah. Say you ask me what color is the sky and I said... Oh, Nigga, if you... Just just peep this. You ask If you explain what a lie is, somebody must be dumb. Well, it's a lot of dumb <laughs> niggas out here, okay? It's a lot of dumb niggas. You ask me is the sky blue, I say no, nigga, it's red. You know I'm lying. But I'm trying to convince you. I'm trying my best to convince you. So what I'm trying to say is, so with lies, I don't think it's you trying to convince me that the sky is red because I already know it's not. Does that make sense? I feel like lies is like you trying to convince me of something that I don't believe is true. I'm sitting on the border half and half, but you're trying to convince me that what you think Basically trying is to true, but it's a I'm lie. I'm trying to you convince I mean? you. Of the bullshit that I'm talking about yes. so much yes. to the point where I need you to start believing it. Yes. Because if you don't, the day is going to go by and I'm going to continue to keep telling this lie to the point where you're going to fuck up and slip. Now, that was the that was the, that was was the the conversation. I, I feel was, like that's what you've been doing. No, no, no. Because you know exactly what a lie is, bro. Like but you, nigga. To you, the T. But, but, but do you know what lies are, nigga? Don't talk crazy, nah, bro. Nah, bro. I As don't know men, what no lie yeah, is, bro. Okay. We're talking about, I guess in this conversation, we're talking about it between you and a woman. This is this is the conversation. So say you telling your lady something and she know you bullshitting. She know you bullshitting. She might not tell you right now, but trust and believe. She might she might kick back and chill, but in your mind you like, damn, you know you just lied. Now, the what me and David was discussing is men will usually with lies and shit. Men usually would just fall back and just say fuck it, forget it, right? Because you don't want to put too Hell much... Hell nah, no, I fight no, no. to the death No, this is what I'm saying, bro. With women, they like to keep more secrets. They're good at keeping secrets. But men lie more, right? That's that's basically what the conclusion was that me conversation me uh, and him had. Men lie more, but women can keep secrets better. Why, why do they keep secrets better? Why do you think? Basically, from what we discussed, bro, is from my opinion was that the conversation was this. Women can keep secrets because... They don't like to air out their past on certain shit. They don't. Sometimes they don't want 
all they shit to be known, right? They rather they rather keep it to the chest because they like maybe somebody might feel different about me or sh- certain shit like that. Like they, I I feel like they can they can hold something on longer. Unlike men, they feel like they gotta divulge it to make them more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense because my lady was kind of was kind of explaining that to me too. She said that women hold the most secrets because her scenario was this: if a girl's dating a man. And she knows his track record. Right. To him, it's like, yo, I'm a baller. Like, hell yeah, I'm a pimp pimp. But what does the girl do? She stays with him. Say if I'm about to get with the girl and we've been we've been doing our thing for about three months. And then right. I I found out like, yo, she was hoeing it before she met me. Exactly. Before. Exactly. Just before my time. You feel me? Thank you. What you going to do with the girl? <laughs> I'm dropping you like a bag of Skittles because I hate Skittles, nigga. But but that's exactly what I'm saying. So a female would less likely let you know her track record. True that. You know what I'm saying? Because for men, let's just think about this. For men, you don't even really want to know, to be honest. You ra- you rather not even ask those questions. Because it's like, I'm with you now. I'm fucking with you on another level. Why should I even bring up the past? That's irrelevant at this point, right? So as a man, you don't even really want to spark that because you're you like, I don't want no negative shit in my mind about it. For so real. as men, though, women, they'll press your line about, oh, shit, that don't even matter. That even that don't even got shit to do with what's going on now. It's like a woman will dig deep to find out shit. Yo's quote unquote secrets, right? But ultimately, you're going to divulge that information. Because to you, you like, fuck it, it's the past. It's before it us. It don't mean shit. Yeah. It's before us. Why the fuck should I give a fuck? And why are you asking me anyway? What does it matter? Our situation is solid. What do it matter what happened so many years ago with this bitch or that bitch? It should not even matter. So should that be their reaction too when we ask? My thing is this. If too many niggas been in you more than the DMV, then I'm already knowing. I like, mean, yo, I'm dropping I you. I mean, at some point. You gotta There's gotta be some signals Or something to tell you She was wilding like that You know what I'm saying I Without don't know. you there's, having there's, even asked Bro there's I've seen Plenty of relationships Where it's like Yo This dude does not Know Right right Like Oh she was a prostitute On Long Beach Boulevard <laughs> uh, 152nd That's your main now You know what I'm saying And it's like You don't know Like you know When dudes come from Out of the state And then they meet up At a bar And they end up Living happily ever after but, but he don't but, know what's going on with but her. But speaking about that, the there's women him. who do that all the time. They'll they'll did their thing in one city, move to another state, and try to get a fresh start. But don't know it's niggas that don't move down there, spreading your shit around. It's too. always crazy, huh? So it's, it's always it's, something, it's, bro. It's always gonna be something. But back to the secret shit. Like in reality, would you? Okay, let me ask you this: as a man, you with your chick, you fell in love, and all this shit. Do you feel like you really want to ask the question, how many niggas have you been with? Or asking weird ass questions like just dumb shit because by now you done did everything under the sun with this person. So what the fuck do it matter now? Damn. I want to ask this question to you, but I don't know if you'll answer it truthfully. Just ask me the question, nigga. What are we talking about? Spark that talk, nigga. All right. So say we out, right? Say we out and about. Right. And I tell you, and I'm just getting these ideas from watching this show, Power. <laughs> All right, say we out and about, and and I off your next door neighbor, and you seen it. You and your next door neighbor are hella close though, right? Like hella close, but we closer because right. we family. 
Already. But I off him. And all the signs lead back to me. Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, fingerprints, stuff like that. <laughs> and the police ask you, bro. Nigga left his shoes and, and the, everything man, over there. What the Not fuck? too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here brushing my teeth at his house, bro. Left like, my toothbrush over there. Like, nigga, no, but it's like, show me them shoes? Nigga? Say the police question you, though, right? And they... <laughs> Nigga left his everything over there, nigga. Nigga, why your drawers over there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this dumbass nigga want to get caught. But they come in and they, they question you. Police come and they question you. Yeah, yeah. Right? And everybody knows around the block, like, we always hang out and chill together. Yeah, yeah. And they probably know that you know what really happened, what went down. Right. Are you going to be the third law and deny, deny, deny? Or are you going to be like, yo, and they give you an ultimatum? Like, hey, we know you've been with them. You don't know this in your head, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I should ask you because you don't know that you don't know that what, what they saying, know. I don't even know what happened at all. No, you but do know quit. what happened, bro. No, no. But you don't know what they know. So basically, they got information that I don't have. No, they don't have the information. But you know, oh, but, what, but oh, their questions are oh, leading up to what... they're poking at me trying yes, to get information. Yes, but okay. the way they poking at you is like as if they do know. Oh. Uh, so like... So they, they fucking like, playing so we know you. Games. Yeah, so they, we know you was with Jay Lada. Yeah, yeah. We know that he pulled the trigger. Right. We know that you was on the side of the house like, damn, how they know all this shit? Then they ask, was it him? What happened? What happened that night? Are you I don't gonna know what the fuck happened? What what the fuck are we talking about? Straight up. What are we talking about? Now I'm not no I'm not no lawyer, I ain't no policeman, so I don't know like how to press you even more to try to get it out you, but So basically a nigga approaches me like, bring your name up, like we think that uh your boy did this. No. They're gonna say, they say we know oh, he, he did, did this it. and we know you was accomplished. We know you were with him. Now you could get caught up too. And they say, Now I'm you like, could how? get caught up too. But if you give us his name and you confirm that he did this, we let you slide. You don't have to go to prison. Well, I guess uh, I don't have nothing to say about this situation, big boy, because I don't know what you're talking about. And we I had neighbors. We nothing. had neighbors. We had neighbors. I don't, I don't give confirm f- that you was there with him. He entered the house and you were the lookout. You was on the side of the house. What were you doing on the side of the house? This was premeditated murder. Somebody, what happened? Somebody said I was on the side of the house. That's crazy. How could they say that they never seen me? We just what the said fuck am I doing on the side of the house? Because you live right next door to him. That is your neighbor. What, the what fuck are you doing on the side of the house? Nigga, if I'm the next door neighbor, that must mean I was in the house or taking out the trash. Why nigga? were you being a lookout? We already confirmed that I'm apartment look- 3C was who? looking out his window so at what 9 the, p.m. What, what and he the saw fuck you. was he doing looking out his windows because he didn't see me? He saw you. Bro, he didn't see nobody. He said a black man in a red T-shirt, and you're the only black man that lives so on this gonna, block. So you're going to believe a nigga that's on the third floor always looking out his windows? He identified you. That nigga's an idiot. He identified you to the T. Well, I guess he profiling somebody, bro, but it, it wasn't me, my nigga. We know so, it was you. We know it was you that was there, and we know it was him that killed him. You can say what you want to say at the end of the day. It wasn't me. Well, you better lawyer up and you better get a good one because we have found fingerprints of him in there and we also have dirt tracks of like shoes coming around here and it's not just one, it's two sets of shoes. Crazy thing is we might have to grab your shoes. <laughs> Try to put it you over here laughing. It's not a laughing matter. I'll be like, trying to find the murder. You know what I'm going to say? What Go ahead and say, take man? my shoes, big boy, because like I said, I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. Say, all right.
We know what time these shoes. Because look, eventually, forensics is so like, crazy right now. We know that these shoe prints have been here since nine p.m. that night. Hey man, shit is crazy on the block. Niggas breaking the niggas' homes all the time, taking shit. How do you not know old boy in apartment C didn't run in my house and do some dumb shit? Why you asking me? You're the only you black dude believe, that we're identified. You're gonna believe a nigga at the third floor saw me. He don't even know me. I don't know him. Hey, he came in exactly. So there is no, there is no uh, nigga. At the end of the day, there is no bias at, in at this. He just saw a black dude that day, looked like you. At that the was end of there. the day, I will never be the nigga. I will never be a six nine. So that's big facts. Damn, we just so, made a whole scenario, bro. Let's let, let, check Dang, this out. Should I be an actor? Check this out. Look, my nigga, stick to doing what you do. <laughs> but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, nigga, there's like that. It, it could be a, it could be a lie going stretched on a million miles, right? Between yep. men, we can create a lie to go to the end of the world. But it's the question of the day is: Are niggas gonna be able to remember all of that? Because it's going when to keep it come, back, it it's going back. to keep coming back around. So it's gonna be like: Can you can you are you going to be able to handle this forever? Now because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this. I'm not gonna say specifically who. But have you ever been caught in a lie? In a situation you're saying where it's been stretched so far to where you forgot how to backtrack and say whoop de whoop and then they remember. Have I you guess ever? it could never go that far because eventually if you really are lying, niggas is going to find out and you're going to get aired out anyway. You know what I mean? I don't know, bro, because I, mean, I, I mean, that's the reality. I, I mean, feel like you, people lie like so say, much say, that they believe that's the truth themselves. That's like me waking up in the morning telling myself every day, damn, I know I'm losing weight. And if I don't if I don't physically step on the scale and see the pounds go off, I'm lying to myself every day, right? Yeah, but I'm so trying, the, you're so trying there, to hide so, it from other people though. No, Not no, from no. yourself. You're trying to hide it from other people. Can you lie so much where you think that that is the truth? You're lying so much that can. that becomes. I think a, people do that all the time. And I you mean, think that's more men or women? I think um, think women can do that a lot, bro. I ain't gonna. I'm the the reason I say that, bro. We're talking is about keep secrets. So that is that is the same thing as keeping secrets and lying. Correct. Correct. That's why I say lies and secrets can kind of blend almost. It's how you take it. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be. I I really think that women are more secretive because as men we don't really wanna. We don't wanna know bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because if we do find out some bullshit, it's a wrap. Somebody did. like nigga. That's what I'm saying. I think as men. We there is no such thing as a fucking second chance with with men. It's hard to do that, but with women, they can somehow in their hearts they always find a way to either forgive and forget or, you know, shit like that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be that nigga. I said, "What? You've been lying this whole time, keeping this secret this whole time." <laughs> My lady make more than me, so I'm gonna be like, "I'm taking half. <laughs> I'm taking half of everything you got, nigga." Bro, I was listening to something like that about that today, man. Somebody was like, man, in those situations, you just got to hang tight because you don't want to start paying child support because at that point, shit, you're going to be getting in for 30000 a month? Bruh, that's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> hey, you know who doesn't hold their secrets in well? <laughs> Donald Sterling. If you haven't heard the podcast, it's only five episodes of the 30 for 30 on Spotify on Donald Sterling. The, the old the owner, owner of the Clippers? He held no secret. It, it goes from when he started buying, like, he had... So, so he, oh, just, Jer- he just aired shit out like 6ix9ine. Bro, so Jerry Buss, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little sk- snippet from that. Jerry Buss was supposed to move the Lakers down here. 
or no, was supposed to buy um the he was supposed to buy the Lakers from the previous owner. Mm. And what happened was he didn't have enough money. Mm. He turned to Donald Sterling to ask for money, and he was selling out property to Donald Sterling so that he could make up the money to buy the Lakers, bro. This is back in the 70s. So he basically like, I made the Lakers, nigga. That's basically what Donald Sterling's head was. So he basically bought out the uh, the San Diego Clippers mm. and then moved them out here. Well, long story short, uh, short, this nigga Donald Sterling, bro, showed his team like, yo, this is my mistress. Like, y'all know I'm married, but this is my mistress. This he's nigga like, had no shame, bro. Like, I, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what, but see, that's a whole nother story for another day. You got to listen to when it, When we talk about rich niggas having these females be, being married to chicks, and they got a they got hundred other bitches on Hell the side. yeah, exactly. But the wife, but the wife exactly. stays, but the question of the day is, why do they stay? Let's just keep it a buck right now. Why do they stay? Cause, bro. Why do they stay? You'll have more money than you ever imagined if you stay than you did leave. Because it wouldn't matter if you left or stayed. You leave and he had to do pay you, he could do it with a drop of the dime. Mm. Or if you even stayed. So it doesn't matter to him. But for you, that's what's going to make the difference. The difference of right now is, right now I can go buy Bentleys, I can go buy Birkin bags any fucking time of the day I want, and this nigga ain't even going to check his bank account because it don't really fucking matter. It's not going to look like, oh, 100 bands is missing. He ain't even going to miss it. That kind of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, so would you would you leave that lifestyle just because he wants to fuck other bitches? Yeah, unless he yeah, because if he but works see, that's, for, if but, he's Amazon, but, but for <laughs> but for a man, but for a man though, bro, would you stay just because? Oh, for a man, if we were if it was a flip reverse was a situation, flip, the nigga gonna be like, fuck this shit. I'm out of you. Got a hundred niggas. Yeah, there's no my pride couldn't let me do that. I don't that's, give a fuck exactly. what is so going on. So it's pride, on. and for women, I think it's because of money, right? And the safeguard. And the safeguard because for us it's pride and looking stupid, crazy as a motherfucker. I've done seen so you out, many you chicks. Out, you out, you out, my nigga. I've done seen one of, the, one of the side niggas walk up <laughs> and they hugging and shit, and you just like, "What's up, big dog?" For real, <laughs> bro. It be like that, nigga. I would have to stomp this nigga out and probably slap her ass. It's so up. Many... It's, it's gonna be a fucked up situation because I could not live my life like that. Have you? But these, uh, many... but these celebrity bitches, these bitches know when you get with these celebrities and they already a celebrity, life is crazy. Because yeah, you was one of the groupies who he snatched. Because you was doing groupie shit just like the other groupies. Yeah, but was. that's different. Why are you confused? I don't know. I just feel like that's different because we won't never be a, a celebrity chick will never get a random nigga. Like a a, a a celebrity dude will always get a random chick. I mean, look at the game. We're talking about secrets and lies. The game, everybody switches through the same people. True. I feel like celebrities just mess with each other anyway. <laughs> That's it, big boy. So, with the with the women, right? So, with the women, we're, we're getting down to the fact that they keep secrets more, but men lie more, correct? Right. And I mean, that is a fact. Much, we pretty much divulge the reasons why. I mean, men... Well, don't lie about petty shit You know what I'm saying Like Oh did you take out the trash Y'all took out the trash Even though the shit's still sitting in there They get home It's still sitting there And y'all get into it You're like Didn't you tell me you took it out Oh yeah I was going to But you know Such and such happened But I was on the Stupid toilet for, shit. for two hours But you know Dumb shit like that But For We like, talking about lies lies We talking about like Like you fucking yo. bitches <laughs> Like yeah Like we talking about like she may have an idea that you got a side bay or you doing something on the side with somebody else or a couple people. 
right? She may have an idea, but you got to convince her that nigga, you're not. Women, women will always find out. That's the difference. Oh, they pull down your pants and I smell think, your wee wee. Yes, I think that is the difference. Women, they give you a hug and start sniffing the hell out of your neck, like you're like, so hmm. that's not that dove, nigga. Said, nigga, I went to Victoria's Secret to buy you a motherfucking. Bruh. Right. Don't let the seat in your car be in a different position than usual, like the passenger. Yes. It's like then damn. it's gonna be like fifty-one questions. I've had that a couple times where somebody, you know. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I saw it out there, my lady or even, like, a couple women, a couple girls, you know, back in high school or whatever would hop in and be like, yo, why? this not how it was before. You know what right. I mean? Like, asking you who the fuck been in the car. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, man. Can like, my brother be in the car? But that's what I'm saying. It's never, your, your response is never good enough. As men, half the time our response is not up to par because they feel like it's some bullshit. I felt but like the reality, last 30 seconds you just been helping men try to lie even more. But I'm not. I'm telling niggas, look. <laughs> you just men, said be look, careful. Check this out. Make sure that the passenger seat is at the same. Yeah, but at, bro, at she no, went. I didn't say be careful. I said that happens. True. I could have just scooped you up. You got to scoot in the charger. You got to push that bitch all the way back and lean to be comfortable, right? So if you get out and I don't put the shit back in position, I go scoop my wife up and she get in and fall the fuck back. Like, why the fuck is your seat way back like this? If your lady is staring off in the distance, smiling, doing that little smile with her eyes all flattered, she's cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, this is facts. If she out, in the, if she's staring out of nowhere, just staring, and you called her name twice, and she's just staring at the wall and smiling. Like, what the, what you, the fuck you is done. you so happy about? So what did Rico do to, at work today? Hmm? Oh my! You said God. you was working with Rico today. What did he do? How, you know what I mean? Look, I don't mean I don't know if it goes for you. Like, is there niggas who work around your wife on a daily basis? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes, truck drivers. Right. Are you nasty? But you know what's funny is my wife will tell me like, <laughs> "Hold on, yo, this nigga hit on me, this nigga nasty, on me," nigga. and I'll be laughing. Not you, not nasty, <laughs> bro. <laughs> what the I keep forgetting, bro, that you... This nigga said that. These nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> my bad, bro. My bad. She's not, hey, bro. nigga. I'm as squeaky clean as it comes. You are. Nigga, and my lady did give you a compliment. Remember when you said on your birthday and she was like, yo, I give... Jones a big nigga, but he know how to dress. He know how to stay clean. Come on, man. I've been clean since I was 15. Dang. So 14 Sometimes. below, that nigga was nasty. You saw them pictures, nigga. Shit's the one crazy. Where, where you tilted to the side <laughs> and you over here doing that. The Fubu uh, sport jerseys was no joke. Fubu, I'm just saying, like, man, it, it's crazy. Like in the real world, like, say I'm just this is gonna be the last question. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Look, yeah. So say you in the workplace yeah. and there's women that work around you. Yes. And how do you deal with that? Because you know your wife probably got niggas that work around her. It's all yes. the same shit, right? Yes. So at the end of the day, I feel like we not we not really concerned about it. You know what I'm saying? But as you, if your wife just find out that you working with some bitches and you know what I'm saying they giggling, cracking jokes and shit at work and shit like that, mm-hmm. don't you think women would look at that shit way crazier than we would look at them working around niggas? Yes. It's yes. almost like you can't even work around women because. Your lady probably be like, who is this bitch? My lady. But it's like they really are just workers yeah. at the facility. True. My lady will give, will not hesitate to tell me that, you know, somebody came to buy a truck and was hitting on me and was like, and go into detail on what they were saying. And I'll just right. sit there like, huh, that's funny. 
It's a trust factor. But I will look at myself and be like, should Thank I tell you. her this story? Yeah. Right. Should I, tell should, I, story? should I be like, oh. I was at the gas station and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling nothing. And she probably going to listen to this like, oh. But, but you know. But, see, but nothing but, happened. But nothing but happened. But that's what I'm but, saying. You know what I mean? The problem is for men, if we don't speak on something, even though nothing happened and they find out something did, they think something really happened. But nothing really happened. Yeah. I'm just not just, trying to bring I, that conversation up. And I think, and I think that's the thing. Why should we talk about something that is fucking irrelevant? It's not. It's not relevant. Yeah, true. Because even when she's if telling I bring me these it stories, up, I'm like, man. Because even if I bring it up, you're gonna think I wowed out in the in the uh, situation, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, no, I didn't. This is like some wild shit going on. Why the fuck would I talk about it? It doesn't make any sense. Yes, because I've seen. It's been times, nigga. I will pull up somewhere. I tell her to run in and grab it. I'm sitting in a car. I seen this shit with my dead eyes multiple times. Niggas try to like, they peeping, peeping around, approach, say some slick shit. And I'm just sitting in the car laughing. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I'm like, I know this shit is happening. Because at the end of the day, wouldn't you expect your lady, your lady not in your presence, that there's going to be niggas in the streets that would be trying to push up or holler? Mm-hmm. Like, if you got a bad one on your team... What else are you supposed to expect? If your lady carry herself right and this and that, and you not on the scene, this shit is happening, my niggas. Don't think it's not. Like, I've gotten over that as I got older. Like, when I was younger, I used to be on dumb shit. But now that I'm older, I, I can give a fuck about it, bro, because I know my lady. You know what I'm saying? You got to be comfortable enough with yourself to be like, this the fucking real world shit happens. But I don't think women can do the same. They can't see us being in a room of females and just having a casual conversation. They can't. It would look crazy. You know what else like they we can't do? in right now. We had three chicks sitting in here with us right now and they were involved with the podcast just chopping it up, laughing and just want to come through. That shit going to look crazy. Yeah. In their opinion. But for us, we just chilling. You know but what we else? We can't do that, bro. You know what else it's I seen? double standard. You know what else I seen is you can walk. You can walk with your lady and some couple will pass by Or girls will pass by And she'll be like I saw you looking <laughs> Right nigga And my These are facts These are big facts But the And when you walk in And it's like, nothing but dudes around You're not gonna say I saw you looking at that nigga You're never gonna say that Because no. why would I do that Unless you're a drug dealer You feel me <laughs> Only them niggas do that bro Stop looking at that nigga over there nigga. I kill that nigga I kill you You know Put nah. your fucking eyes down to the ground <laughs> What the fuck you doing uh, No fried chicken for you today nigga your ass go eat cup of noodle soup. But you Staring know at other is, niggas. You walk in with your lady, or even the, the worst ones is if you had a stoplight mm-hmm. and a bra walk across the crosswalk. It's like, you supposed to... I tell my wife all the time. This nigga look straight to the roof of the corner. <laughs> you like this. You, you, you look right at the ceiling, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you got one eye like this, the other eye trying to look at her. <laughs> I, tell, I tell my wife all the time. I said, look, babe. It's, it, this shit is inevitable There's gonna be bitches Everywhere we go There's nothing that we can do About that But what if you at a club bro And then you just can't move nowhere And you and your lady right there And you see like Six girls twerking nigga. You supposed to look past them? <laughs> <laughs> they dead in your, in your vision You like this Babe they gone? <laughs> if you close your eyes you, deserve, you, was, you, you don't sucker. deserve a relationship. You yep. a sucker, nigga. You deserve to be because by yourself. Because at the end of the day, you and your spouse should be comfortable enough to be around 
other bitches, other niggas, it shouldn't be an issue. My lady be, be like, look at her twerk. Fuck. She'll tell me that. She'll be like, look at her twerk. Like, look at this. <laughs> and I'll be like, damn, is this a trick? <laughs> Nigga, like, am I supposed to look? <laughs> you be like, you sure, babe? <laughs> I'll be like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, fuck them bitches. <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell my girl, nah, I'll, I'll look at it later. <laughs> you be like, fuck them bitches and be like, What's her Instagram? No, uh, this what this what you say. Oh, they just some ratchets. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, that's why I don't like stuff like that. I hate that stuff. Now you lying. I hate that stuff, babe. I don't want to watch that. Can't, these bitches always walking around here with no clothes on. Yeah, man. What the hell stupid. is going on now? So stupid. <laughs> stupid whores. I wish they would walk by me again, butt naked. I wish they would, man. And if your girl's stupid enough to be like, yeah, babe, I wish they would just for you, huh? You can knock them out. I'm telling you, man, we living in, I mean, that's that's funny to talk about, but it's it's just serious. It's, it's, it's real life. Every nigga and every female listening right now, they know this is the truth. They probably looking at each other right now, bro, listening. Oh, God. Once this drop, once this episode drop, they probably listening to this part and they probably like, Nigga, if oh, I found out, that's what you've been doing, looking at yeah. bitches, huh? Said, oh, I'm gonna what mark. What you mean? I'm if if I'm walking in a straight line and some bitches cross your peripheral, what are you supposed to do? Close your eyes until you pass. You might trip, fall, break your neck, all kind of shit. Like, don't be stupid, nigga. Like, you have eyeballs. They, your woman got eyeballs. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, bro. There be niggas that look better than me. I know all the time. Probably sagging past her eyeballs. You think she closing her eyes? Come on, my nigga. For real, these bitches is everywhere, man. It is what it is. Like I'm not. It's it's not. I'm not entertaining it. I'm not entertaining them. Hell no. It's like don't. It's that's. But you know what the difference is between men and women? Is a a a man can walk by looking, you know, six one, six two, chiseled body, and keep walking. (laughs) You feel me? And keep walking. Yeah. Hey, these tricks right now they unpredictable. They could come from your perifs, stop dead in your face, start twerking. I don't know. What the fuck is going like, on? Like, baby, I don't know what to do. Like, you looking like a dummy. Like, nigga, do we keep walking or do we turn around? Like, I don't know. Nigga. Like, they got no respect. They just like, fuck, we all in. Like, what the fuck? It be like that, bro. Now, I'm, get a nigga no. to do that. That be like some Magic Mike game. I'm, I'm going right to finish there. this right now, bro. But what you said about being in the club. Mm-hmm. One time we did go to the club, bro. And these chicks, it was a gang of chicks in the section next to us, right? Yeah. This broad reached over. By the time I knew what was going on, my wife and my sister was already about to kill this bitch. Mm. I'm I'm two-stepping because my wife behind me. She grabbed chilling. me. Oh, this bitch pulled up, put her hand down my shirt. Mm. Like, by the time I realized what was, because I'm lit, bro. By the time I realized what's going on, my wife done got up and snatched this bitch up, bro. Because the bitch was like, oh, I'm just trying to get him into the party. I said, what the fuck? Bro, walk, walk in the test to this, bro. We in the club. This bitch literally put her hand down my shirt, like, on some crazy shit. Like, she's like, oh, trying we was just trying, we was trying to get you involved with our group to dance and shit. Like, we just wanted to party. My wife said, what, bitch? It was about to get crazy. She had, like, a gang of bitches with her, too, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is. <laughs> did, did your wife later in the night, when everything calmed down, did she say something like this? Hey, did you like that? <laughs> and your ass probably said, Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. When deep down, you know your ass. 
you make it stupid, <laughs> man. No, but it was so crazy because I thought to myself, you see me with my lady. Like, you that lit? That's what I'm saying. Random chicks still be walking by and start twerking out of nowhere just because you're walking down the but street. But see, now what if that was different? It was a nigga trying to grab my girl ass in the club. I got to knock him. I have no other choice. Damn. Like, you that disrespectful, nigga? That could go left real quick. What if that, that happens and I turn around and try to knock him? He's still standing there. He knocked me. I guess it's going to be a bad night. I guess that nigga 2-0 and already. <laughs> <laughs> got your girl and knocked your ass out. That nigga going home crip walking nigga to the house. What is dumb ass? I'm going back home in the ambulance. That is crazy. That'll be bad, bro. But you gotta knock him. If you don't knock him out, I don't know what to tell you. But learn to love. At least learn hit to that trust nigga each with other. a bottle, right? Learn to love and trust each other. You know things happen, and if you're in a relationship, I mean, especially in a long ass relationship, bro. Sometimes you just gotta learn how to relax. I knew Ain't mine was happened. the one. I knew mine was the one when we could do the long distance. So, big facts. Cool. I mean, that's serious. I mean, we did it for a while too, and long miles. And I mean, now y'all together, right? So. But that's what I'm saying, my nigga. At the end of the day, the petty shit is always gonna be petty shit that happens. But just keep it solid. Stay loyal to the soil, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't do no funny shit unless it's been approved. Damn. <laughs> Get that hall pass or what, nigga? Yeah, those are those are not real. <laughs> that movie, that movie set niggas up for failure. You know this is all white people. Exactly. You go ask. I apologize to the white folks. I got white <laughs> friends, but y'all niggas is privileged, bro. To be the T. Y'all here doing some nasty shit, man. Y'all some swingers. <laughs> man, the only the only swinging I get, bro, is in the park. Oh my god, it's the only one. Yeah, that's crazy, but um. Once again, it's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. Jay Latta. And we'll be back again next week like always and continue to spark that talk. Hit the page up, spark that talk in the comments. We're going to continue to, I think I'm going to just start putting out stories to try to get y'all involved with the page and, you know, just spark them conversations. So when we come around to the next episode, we can always have some more shit to talk about. So y'all continue to um, bless us and listen in, tune in, share like, do all that type of shit. Until next time, spark that talk, baby. Yeah, yeah.